Hello, Metro Augusta. This is Janice Allen Jackson welcoming you to the October 19th edition of Local Matters, a show designed to make you a more confident voter and a more engaged citizen. Today's show is brought to you as a service of Janice Allen Jackson and Associates, which is my management consulting firm. We are here to make sure that you are ready to vote. Last week, we featured the two candidates in the race for Georgia House of Representatives, District 126. And if you missed that episode, you can find it along with any other past episode on my website, and that is JaniceAllenJackson.Weebly.com, where there is a Local Matters tab. Or if you are on Facebook, please go to and follow the Local Matters Podcast of Georgia Facebook page. Once there, you can listen and share the audio with others. Also, if you're a podcast pro, you can find Local Matters on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. Today is our opportunity to hear from candidates competing for Georgia House District 130. They are Democrat Lynn Gladney and Republican Daniel Swenson. In case you're wondering, District 130 includes eastern and southern portions of Richmond County. The best way to determine if you live in District 130 is to check the My Voter page system through the Georgia Secretary of State's website. And if Sheila Clark Nelson is your representative now, chances are you live in what used to be District 125 and what is becoming District 130. But before we hear from Ms. Gladney and Mr. Swenson, I want to inform you of a few key things that are coming up in our community. First, the Greater Augustus Interfaith Coalition is providing transportation to the polls during early voting, as well as on the official election day of November 8th. They are running vans to various senior apartment complexes and local colleges. If you live near Peabody Apartments, St. John's Towers, the Bon Air Apartments, Irvin Towers, the Village on Fifth Street, Hal Powell Apartments, Linden Square Senior Apartments, and Augusta Spring Senior Apartments, they are running vans to your location on a regular schedule. They are also providing transportation to the polls from Augusta Technical College, Payne College, and Georgia Military College. To find out the schedule for the vans, please call the Greater Augustus Interfaith Coalition at 706-707-9500. That is, in case you missed it, one more time, 706-707-9500. When you call there, you just ask when will the van be at one of those locations and they'll be able to provide that information. 
as it relates to the colleges, they are not providing on a regular schedule from those locations, but they are providing transportation upon request. So again, call 706-707-9500 to request that a van provide transportation from those locations to the polls. Also, I want to let you know of a get out the vote three on three basketball tournament that will take place from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. on Saturday, October 22nd at the McDuffie Woods Community Center, which is located at 3431 Old McDuffie Road. In addition to watching some good competitive basketball, you can get information that will also help you prepare to vote. This event is hosted by the National Action Network and the Greater Augustus Interfaith Coalition. Also wanna make sure that you are aware early voting has begun from October 17th through October 28th on the weekdays. The municipal building will be available as the only polling location um, from 8.30 a.m. until 5 p.m. However, during the last week of early voting, which is October 31st through November 4th, you can vote at the municipal building as well as the Henry Brigham Center, the Robert Howard Community Center, and the Warren Road Community Center from 8.30 a.m. until 6 p.m. There are also two days of Saturday voting. Those are October 22nd at the municipal building and October 29th at all four of those locations. And there is also a Sunday voting day in Richmond County, and that is October 30th from 11 a.m. until 4 p.m. at the municipal building. One more thing you need to make you aware of, and that is that Roland Martin Unfiltered will return to Swainsboro, Georgia on this coming Tuesday, October 25th at 6.30 p.m. And I will have the opportunity to emcee that program again. It will take place at the Swainsboro City Auditorium located 532 West Church Street. Please come out again to hear a great panel discussion. Also, Roland is very open about taking selfies with everybody who's in the building um, as well. Uh, I'd love to get a chance to meet you as our Local Matters family uh, visiting the uh, great city of Swainsboro. And here are our Local Matters guests for today. First, we'll hear from Ms. Lynn Gladney and then Mr. Dan Swenson. Today, Local Matters family, we are joined by Ms. Lynn Gladney. She is a candidate to represent House District 130. Uh, 130 is my district. We used to be 125 and there's been a change due to the redistricting that took place. So now those of us who used to be in 125, most of us are now in 130. How you doing today, Lynn? I'm doing fantastic. Um, man, I'm excited to hear that. I didn't know you were a resident of District 130. Yes, I am a resident of District okay. 130, so uh, I will be listening and paying attention very closely. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. As, as we talk about uh, your decision to run for office, 
Uh, one of the things that our Local Matters listeners like to know is where you've been before you decided to pursue this office. And uh, part of how you can explain that is just talking to us about some of your greatest accomplishments in your public life. Please tell us what you're particularly proud of. Okay. Um, well, my greatest accomplishment in my public life has been my service in the United States Army. Um, when I entered the service as an 18 year old entering the workforce, it was exactly what I needed as a foundation for my career. Um, the military instilled a standard of discipline and excellence. And it also taught me the power of cohesion as a team. Um, and like I said, again, foundationally for me, um, it was the catalyst for everything that, every um, opportunity that I've had since then, um, it was the, the perfect platform for me to start. All right, very good. And as we talk about state of Georgia and services that are provided through the state, um, over the last few months, I did about three uh, shows related to the Department of Behavioral Health and Developmental Disabilities, just to raise awareness to the issues uh, related to people with developmental disabilities. I had a parent uh, talk about her experience. I also had two employees of that department come in and talk about the services being provided. Um, I would like uh, to hear more about your perspective on those issues and what you think you would be able to do from a role in the state legislature to assist families who are affected by um, mental illness and developmental disabilities. Okay. So first of all, working in a space of local government, um, providing service to the public, um, you never know where you'll find yourself, right? Um, so by default in my office, I'm considered the quote unquote resident liaison for all things as it relates to veterans and their disability resources. Um, as an individual, before I ever considered becoming a legislator, um, it was important to be plugged in to the immediate programs and services in the community, just from an awareness um, and referral standpoint. Um, leadership for me is anchored first in my faith and in a philosophy that I am obligated to use my life experiences as a tool to advocate for and improve the lives of others. So for that reason, I am already connected with local agencies like the Resource Network, um, Forces United, and Walton Options for Independent Living so that I can be a conduit to share information so true story, um, as recently as last week, a young lady who works in the municipal building um, and in our passing, um, coming and going before work or after work, um, she recently shared that she was struggling because she had experienced a lot of loss in her close family um, recently. Um, she's not a full-time employee of the city who would be eligible for the employee assistance program, but because I've worked and developed relationships with other local service providers, I was able to direct her to some low to no cost services that may be able to offer her some support during this season of grief and loss for her. But on a broader scale, so there is a shortage of funding for mental health services 
um, even with the unanimous passage of HB 1013 um, in the last legislative sessions, um, there is a lot of individuals in our community that could benefit from that act. And I will continue to advocate for mental health resources for our area. Thank you. Um, and um, we know that legislators address um, issues that impact the state, you know, residents of our entire state. But we also know that some legislation is more impactful here in the Augusta area uh, than others. So how do you see yourself working to address quality of life for constituents here in the Augusta metro area? So because I'm not currently a member of the local legislative delegation, I cannot speak authentically to what has been designated as priorities to address quality of life concerns overall. But what I can speak to is my experience as a resident of South Augusta, um, as an executive leader in my organization in local government and a commissioner on the Aviation Commission. Uh, so the conversations I have had throughout this community with everyone to include local business owners, um, little league moms and dads, you know, all the way to boardrooms of individuals who run successful multi-million dollar industries in our area. Their frustrations are all the same. At baseline, families need educational workforce development opportunities that give them access to careers with earning potential above the poverty line. Um, access to affordable housing and home ownership, and access to adequate public transportation. So the bottom line is that if people choose me on November 8th, my district includes a significant portion of the Port Waterway at the Savannah River, the Augusta Regional Airport, and thousands of acreage and landmass for the potential of residential, rural, and industrial development. I'm passionate about everyone being proud to call Augusta home. I understand what's at stake for working class families, and I'm willing to do the work to make it better. Okay, wonderful. Um, you know, being a legislator, is, as you said, working on a team, as you learn from your military years. What do you think the ideal working relationship between members of our Augusta legislative delegation should look like? So, um, you know, one of the things that, for me, and so I sit in a, in a, in a kind of a different um, kind of situation as it relates to the general public. So currently I have a great working relationship with all the members of the local delegation and the, and the members of the local commission. So as it relates to matters of, of local government within the scope of my current role, I've worked with each of them on a myriad of local projects. And I've had individual conversations with each of the members of the local delegation about my campaign journey. And I've shared with them my excitement to join the team in my willingness to do the work to represent my district. Um, so ideally what that looks like for me is giving me an opportunity to do exactly what I have been doing for the past 10 years within local government. Wonderful. Um, 
And lastly, um, please tell us where people can go to learn more about you and your candidacy for state representative. Okay. Um, so people are probably most familiar with my work as um, the Motor Vehicle Registration Director for Richmond County, responsible for all 206,000 residents that have registered vehicles in this county. Um, within my organization, I am the only female divisional director responsible for the largest division. So my division alone collects over $28 million annually in local resources that go to support local roadways and statewide highway transportation efforts. Um, so on a day-to-day -day basis, they can, they can find me doing the work of supporting the citizens in this county in one of my three offices um, throughout the day. So that's what I do. If they wanna find out information about my campaign specifically, they are invited to visit my website at gladneyrep130.com. Or you can give me a call at my campaign, on my campaign line at area code 706-830-9372. So you're invited to follow me on social media. My Facebook is gladneyrep130. Uh, my Instagram is also gladneyrep130. And um, TikTok is gladneyrep130 also. So please visit me there. You'll see um, all the things that I'm doing throughout the community. Um, probably going to see your friends and family because I'm canvassing all over the place. Um, so make sure you like me. Um, post and send me some information. If you have an event that you'd like to, for me to come out to support, I'd be more than happy to do that. Make sure you just inbox me and let me know. Okay. Is we've got a couple minutes left. Is there anything else you want to share with our registered voters of District 130? Yes, ma'am. Guarantee your right to vote. Um, please vote early. Um, make sure you verify your voter registration if you have not done that yet. You can Google Georgia My Voter page and verify your registration and even pull up a sample ballot if you, if you want to do some additional research about the candidates. Um, please reach out to your family members and your friends to make sure that they have made plans to vote. Y'all sit down and have conversations about the candidates um, and make sure that they have transportation to the polls. Lastly, I need your support and it will be my honor to serve you. Lynn Gladney, candidate for House District 130. Thank you so much for becoming a part of our Local Matters family. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for the opportunity. Local Matters listeners, we also have another candidate who is running for Georgia House District 130, and that is Mr. Daniel Swenson. Welcome to the Local Matters family. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for allowing me to be on your show. Thank you so much for accepting our invitation. We'd like to know, uh, let our listeners know uh, who their choices are when it's time for them to go vote. So one of the ways that they learn about you is to hear you speak of those accomplishments that you're most proud of. If you had to speak of the greatest accomplishment in your public life, what would that be? You know, I have never held public uh, office or anything like that. Um, but if I would talk about accomplishments, 
I would say get my GED and graduate from Job Corps because when I was a kid, uh, these are things that doctors said that I would not be able to do. And I would not be able to have my own business. And being able to prove them all wrong is an accomplishment for me. Great. Um, and now shifting gears into some of the services provided by the state of Georgia. Recently, I did a three-part series on uh, the Department of Behavioral Health and Developmental Disabilities to raise awareness of those issues. And um, I would like to hear your perspective. If you could tell us what you can do from a role in the state legislature to assist families affected by mental illness and developmental disabilities. Um, so I, I feel like the legislation can do very little to helping uh, families out with that. I think this is one of the things that, uh, you know, from my standpoint, from uh, knowing friends and families that have mental health problems um, and disability problems. I, I, I knew a kid that had a disability that chose to rise above his disability. And one of the things I think we could do is I like to bring it back to the school system. Uh, and the reason why I bring it down, back to the school system, we spend more money uh, on our school system than any other country, but we're in 36 in the world on education. And the way we can change all that is send $6,000 to follow that child to whatever school that that parent would want to put that kid in. And if we did that, that way we can raise, we can have schools come pop up all over the place that will deal with children that have mental disabilities and also deal with uh, kids that need to be in trade school. Um, trade school is something that we're in desperate need of right now. Um, because there's a lot of trades that are actually falling by the wayside. We can't find enough people to do those trades. And not every kid are, are set to go to college. All right. Thank you. Um, also, it, thinking of a role of a legislator, if you are successful in winning this office, um, we know that legislators pass legislation that affects everybody in Georgia, uh, but some of that legislation has a greater impact on us here in the CSRA than others. Uh, what do you think is the most important thing that the Augusta legislative delegation can do to address quality of life for constituents here in our area? You know, I, I live in South Augusta and I, I look over at Washington Road and I see all these businesses popping up left and right. Why are we not having business pop up down here? Why are we not working with our mayor to get Olive Garden down here, to get movie theaters down here uh, for more opportunity for the individuals down here? And I think if we start doing that, we can boost up the quality of life all through Augusta and all the way to East Boundary as well. Um, I, you know, I've been down to East Boundary. I used to pick up kids down there that are, are starving for some stability to be able to work instead of sitting out there on the side of the street and selling. I, I saw a kid the other day pushing a lawnmower uh, and he was a young man, actually. He wasn't even a kid. He was, he was 20 years old. And he says, I just don't want to be caught up in that life style of selling drugs and, and, and doing all the other stuff that I see other people are getting in trouble for. 
he wanted to set a st different standard for himself. And that's what we need to start doing is creating ability for everyone, not just the select few that are in the nice neighborhoods. All right, thank you. Um, and as you reflect on the current Augusta legislative delegation, um, on a scale of one to 10, how well do you think they work together to address some of those quality of life type issues? I think there's always room to approve. I would probably say something around a six or a seven. Um, I, I think if we can start understanding each other and where we're coming from to work together to get things done, uh, I think we'll move a lot better. I know there's uh, in the past, there's been a lot of uh, disagreements and stuff. And I understand that for personal opinions and how people might think of other people, but we need to get past that. We need to get past the the idea that we're different races, we're all one race. You know, we're all um, trying to live in this society and, and we should all try to grow together. We're all Americans, it's correct. Okay. Um, is there, please tell us where people can go to learn more information about you and your candidacy. So I grew up in all league community. I'm very fresh at doing this. This is my first time even attempting to run for office. Um, I don't have a lot of things set up right now to go learn about me, but I, I am on Facebook as Daniel Swenson, um, Daniel H. Swenson without the E. And uh, I'm on TikTok. I do more stuff on TikTok right now as DHD Immortal and have these discussions uh, of policies and stuff because I got to the point where I, I lived down here in South Augusta and I started hearing gunshots left and right all the time. The police are running up and down the street off of Richmond Hill. And I, I just don't want my, my area to become uh, next to the next Chicago, the next Detroit. I want better for our communities. And I think we can do that, but we have to uh, offer opportunities for the younger youth. We have to offer programs so that they were more likely to gear two so they can stay off the streets. Okay. And from your role as a state legislator, if you are successful, um, do you see yourself playing a role in developing those types of programs and things that you speak of? Yes, I'm very passionate. I have two kids. Um, I was fortunate. I was adopted at, at a young age and my, my parents always kept me active into the different programs like the Y program to be able to play baseball swimming. I mean, I noticed that we don't even have a swim team down here anymore. We used to. And these are different programs that kept kids off the street. Um, and my, my parents always utilized all these different activities. And I never understood how my dad had the time with eight kids being able to come to our swim meets, to be able to come to our baseball games and stuff like that. Um, soccer games, basketball games. He put us in all these different sports. And I think this would give the kids uh, less idle hands if we had these activities more down here as well and on East Boundary as well. Okay. All right, we've got a few minutes left. Is there anything else you wanna share with our Local Matters listeners and the registered voters of House District 130? Yes, I, I would. It, it, it doesn't take the legislation, it doesn't take anybody that's uh, in office to get some, something done. It takes all of us, we're a community. We need to come together regardless of what color we are, what uh, religion we are. We all need to come together because the best goal 
is to help our children become young men and young women um, of our society and, and act within accordance with our laws. And if we don't do that, we're gonna fail them. And then in that case, we fail ourselves. Thank you. Is there anything else you wanna share with our listeners before you go? No, ma'am. Thank you All very right. much. Thank you so much for now becoming a part of the Local Matters family. All right, appreciate it. Thank you. I hope that you learned something from those candidates that helps you make up your mind about who it is that you want to support in the race for Georgia House District 130. Please join Local Matters next week as my guest will be the Reverend Christopher Johnson, who is the executive director of the Greater Augusta's Interfaith Coalition. He'll talk some about what civic engagement is and what you can do personally to become more engaged. Be blessed, everyone. I close with my favorite Bible verse from 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. This show is designed to contribute to each of those, giving you the power that comes with knowledge, demonstrating love for your local community, and offering you wisdom for decision-making so that you possess a sound mind when it comes to these topics. Please tune in next Wednesday at 1.30 p.m. here on WKZK, 1600 AM, 103.7 FM, and WKZK.net, because local matters.